0: Hey, family! Here's another podcast from the ninety-eight-five Breakfast Show with Kirsty and Dan.
1: Oh, that's us, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. You are at Sunshine Lockie keeping your company this morning, and my special guest, as promised, John Irwin, who is the director of the latest movie, Jesus Revolution. John, good morning. How are you going?
1: Thank you so much uh, for having me. I'm in Los Angeles right now, so uh, yeah. I'm literally talking to the future. <laughs> I'm talking to tomorrow. It's amazing. That's right.
0: Anyway, <laughs> oh, it's me. so good. I know you've uh, got a very busy schedule, so we're really appreciative of your time. I'm going oh, to jump go. straight in with the questions for you. Now, what gave you the inspiration to create this crazy film? Uh,
1: you know, what's interesting is is uh, I love true stories. uh, uh We've done uh, many, many of them, and I just love that. There's an extra power to true stories because, you know, you 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 leave the theater thinking, you know, if it happened to to them, maybe it can happen to me, and mm-hmm. if their lives can change, maybe my life can change. And and um, and so, a long time ago, this is, a, this is the longest I've ever worked on a movie. Um, I bought on eBay a Time magazine uh, that read a cover that read the Jesus Revolution from 1971, Wrong. and it was five years after the cover of time had no picture, just a black background, first cover of time with no picture. And it just said, is God dead? And so I was awestruck. Like what happened in between these two time magazines and, um, and the more I researched it, the more I learned about it. And the more I read of this article, it was just this beautiful, buoyant, hopeful, optimistic um, take on a sweeping spiritual awakening in America. And uh, that ended up uh, spreading to the globe. And uh, all of this in Time Magazine, of all places, yeah, that's and right. that's not where you'd expect to read like a a sort of a positive piece. And uh, and so I really felt like I wanted to make a movie out of it, and and that led to a relationship with Greg and Kathy Laurie, and and uh, who were portrayed in the film as teenagers. And yes, and then Greg shared many stories, and one of the one that really stuck was he said when when the pastor, uh, it's very square pastor Chuck Smith met the uh you know hippie street preacher Lonnie Frisbee, it was like nitro meeting glycerin. And uh <laughs> I just felt like that was very interesting. And and of course I feel the same way about the actors that portrayed them in the movie, Kelsey Grammer and Jonathan Roomy. Yes. Uh, very similar to that nitroglycerin uh, comment. And I just um I fell in love with the time and the story and just kept working on it. So in between each movie, um I can only imagine and and uh I still believe in American Underdog and and, and the others. I was just saying when can we get Jesus Revolution made and and it's been a labor of love and yeah. uh and it's so cool to see the movie coming out now and at a very interesting and opportune and seems like a perfect time you know as as conversations about revival and spiritual awakening are spreading and yes you know I love the I love the humor in it I love the heart in it and it was a movie that would just naturally make you laugh and cry and cheer and yet I also think it you can't help but leave the theater saying man if it happened then Maybe it can happen again today. Yeah, come on, preach it. Hey, uh, John, being a
0: director of these amazingly inspirational films, because you've done a few now, has faith been a part of your life always? Is it something that's kind of transitioned over life or is it something that's come about in a very strategic way? Do you want to speak into that for a moment?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's been a part of my entire life. I, I, I'm, I'm from the deep south uh, <laughs> in America, from Alabama, which is sort of like the buckle of the Bible belt in America. Yeah. And yet I, I, uh, I was mm-hmm. baptized very early in, in church, uh, pretty much whenever the doors were open. There had to be a time where it did become real to me, and, and uh, uh, you know, that was as I was a teenager. But I started working for, for uh, in the entertainment industry very young, at, at 15, uh, working as a camera operator. And so I started traveling the country and, and started sort of existing in between these two worlds of, of uh, the heartland in America and, and the entertainment industry. And and you know, our career is sort of meant to bridge those two worlds and, and mm-hmm. uh I just think movies are incredible, um uh is an it's an incredible way to tell a story. And and I think the right story can change your life. And uh so it's great to do something fun um and really meaningful with wonderful mm-hmm. people. And so it's been a huge part of our story and and uh and I just really believe in sort of harnessing this medium. To tell stories that that can uplift and inspire, and uh, and draw people to their faith, to faith or back to their faith, um, and, uh, and I just think the world needs hope, you know. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember when we were doing the film, I can only imagine. I asked Bart Millard, who wrote that song, "What do people feel when they hear this song? Like what's the what's the essence of it? How does this thing go multi platinum like it did?" And he said, uh, "It's a rush of hope." That's yes. what they feel. And I think that we really adopted that as uh, as the essence of the experience we're trying to create in our movies, like just the idea of hoping to create, you know, a rush of hope for the audience is the goal.
0: Catch up with your favourite shows whenever and wherever you are.
1: Sunshine.com.au
0: Welcome back. You are at Sunshine. Locky keeping you company today and my very special guest on the phone, is John Irwin producer, Oh, sorry, director of the film Jesus Revolution. I'm sure he did some producing as well. Uh, John, a couple of questions. Hey, whatever, for
1: whatever need, whatever <laughs> does it. <laughs> He's the
0: go-to he man, the man for everything. They call him. They call you a gopher. If you need it, you go for him. And uh, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I mean, a very a huge name in Hollywood, and uh, I know him personally. Well, not personally, but I know of him as Doctor. Frazier Crane. Welcome, Seattle. Um, and you got the honor of working with him. What was it like working with this legend?
1: well a legend is the right word and by the way they're they're reviving Fraser right now uh so, no so really Paramount plus and so so that'll be fun to, wow. to, to watch uh they're filming it right now but but uh you know he's a wonderful person and a wonderful actor i mean when you can be frazier and you can be Macbeth on stage yes. and everything in between that is uh that is true range yeah. and uh and he he's just beloved as an actor. I mean, I think we we forgot. Even you know, we, we were reminded when we began working just how beloved he is. Uh, you know, as an icon and as an actor, and and um, and yet he's wonderful to work with, mm. and spiritually curious, and and uh, and just a wonderful guy. And fully dedicated himself to the role. And said the script came to him in a moment where he just. Was having sort of a crisis of meaning like he just wanted Wrong. to do something that mattered and this script came along and and uh you know i think the movie really impacted and changed him as it did for all of us and you just you you feel that in his performance in the movie uh he's really really brilliant and every scene that he's in with jonathan Rooney who plays jesus in the tv show the chosen uh, yes. uh they're just they're they're so dynamic together mm. and uh it's just amazing to watch them uh together in the movie and I'm, I'm grateful to kelsey and and he's he's become and continues to be a wonderful friend and a wonderful person and uh and and a one a person that i would love to work with again wow well uh, hopefully you can i'll be
0: looking forward to it i can tell you that much as i am the movie but without giving too much away for you personally is there a scene that really had an impact on you that you take away and you go i can never forget that
1: oh yeah that you know a lot of the photography in time magazine and life magazine look magazine and the, the, the publishers that covered the movement, um, there were a lot of iconic photographs from, uh, pirates cove in Florida where they would do these mass baptisms. They, as the church Calvary chapel grew, you know, they didn't have the ability to baptize all the people. Mm. And so they, they went to this beach and, uh, it became sort of a, uh, one of the great, um, you know, iconic photographs of the movement. And so I just felt like we needed to go back to that very same spot to recreate these baptisms. And, uh, and so we did. And that was not a conducive experience for a film crew. Pirate's Cove is like a crescent half crescent moon. You have to go up and over it's jagged rocks and it's hard to get film equipment in there, but I just felt like we should go back to the real location and, and, um, and it was a level of spiritual power and magic that I've not, experienced in my career it was wow um we're doing these baptisms and greg Laurie had done sort of a baptism training with <laughs> jonathan and kelsey grammar who knew these are things only a pastor knows like you have to go to a certain depth in the water or you can throw <laughs> out your back and and greg wrote the prayer that's and taught it to jonathan that's in the movie and uh-huh. uh and so and jonathan is a very dedicated uh, actor and uh and And so he wants to get it right. And so he was baptizing people and he came up out of the water and he said, uh, it's happened for Kelsey as well. And he said, man, after the first take, he's like, these people, they're not acting like uh, I've I've had a a dozen people say that they want to be baptized for real. And this is a real decision for them. And, and, uh, and it was, it was, you could feel it. It was amazing. And, uh, Greg Laurie, the real Greg Laurie is we're dramatizing this moment where Lonnie baptizes Greg in the movie he was 200 feet away baptizing um, an actual member of the cast oh, my uh, that, that he had struck up a conversation with a guy named Sean, who was a child star in the, in the franchise, the mighty Duck. Oh, okay. And it had quite the bout with, uh, with drugs. And it, it had turned into a meth um, addiction. Almost killed him several times. It was his first acting job in 14 years. And, uh, and he, uh, he struck up a conversation and Greg baptized him right there. And so um, it's just, it was, a, it was, a it was a, it was a moment that, that had a a profound impact yes. on me and on everyone and uh, a moment that I'm, and I think when you watch the film, it's right in the middle of the movie. You, you really feel what we all felt when we, when we, when we created those scenes and, yeah. and uh, that, that is something that will stick with me. Uh, for life for yes, sure yes well i must
0: say just that conversation hearing that from you is having a profound effect on me already so i can't imagine what the movie is going to be like hey john we are out of time but thank you so much john Irwin, director of the movie jesus revolution you're an absolute gift to the industry and i look forward to not only seeing this movie but many more to come god bless you
1: Thank you so much. The real gift is people watching the films and and being moved by them, and that's why we make them. And and, uh, so I'm so glad to see the movie opening around the world. I can't wait for you to see it, and uh, God bless you. It's good. It's sunshine. Well, there you have it, family, another Breakfast Show podcast. If you loved it, you can always check out the 98.5 website, 98five.com.
0: Or you can even just tune in live.